Welcome to the Future Lab, the podcast where we talk with and about the people, companies, and ideas building the future. From startup founders building the next unicorn to someone leading innovation at a Fortune 500 company, experts in emerging technologies, or people creating the cities of tomorrow. I'm your host, Chris Berry, and in each episode, we talk with innovators and creators to learn what they're working on and how they're doing it. The one thing they all have in common are building the future. Thanks for listening to the Future Lab. Let's go. Welcome back to another show of the Future Lab, Ohio's tech podcast. Today we have Allison Safety, who is the founder of Regulatory Mark and Clearmark, which they do is provide best-in-class regulatory consulting and electronic QMS solutions for medical devices for domestic and international partners. She's a biomedical engineer and began her career working in medical device startups and has specialized in regulatory and quality affairs for over 15 years. Previously, an executive team member overseeing regulatory and quality affairs for companies with domestic and international registrations, Allison has managed teams and been regulatory lead for multiple product lines from concept and strategy through product release, including early regulatory body interactions, regulatory submissions, and product clearance and approvals. And so coming to us live from Cincinnati, Allison, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to digging in and learning more because um, as people that listen to this podcast and consume some of our other media, uh, I'm always talking about kind of the potential for our health tech, our biotech sectors and economies. And you're right there. You're doing it and working with a lot of these businesses, which is really, really cool. Um, but to start, why don't you tell us about you have two businesses that you're running. Maybe start with like a bit of an overview of each of them and what they do. And a little bit of the difference, because then as we back it up and talk more about your background, you know, how the one spun out of the other. Yeah, absolutely. So Regulatory Mark um, was our first company. That is our regulatory consulting company. And so we help clients of all sizes with their um, regulatory challenges um, in medtech. So we basically work with medical device developers, designers, manufacturers, um, for their compliance issues. So help them with their FDA registrations, their international registrations, and their quality management system um, and compliance activities. And as you said, spun out of that was Clearmark. And Clearmark is our electronic uh, quality management system software platform. And it's designed specifically to support those med tech clients. Very cool. Well, now that we kind of have that bit of an overview of, of what you're doing today, let's maybe back it up a bit and start with your kind of biography, where you're from originally. Are you kind of born and raised in Cincinnati or are you newer to the area? Did work or life take you at some point? Yeah, absolutely. So um, not native to Cincinnati, but native Midwesterner. Um, I was born in Michigan and I came to Cincinnati um, to go to UC College of Engineering. Um, and so I've been here ever since. Go Bearcats. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm a biomedical engineer by training, and I have worked in med tech for my entire career in regulatory and quality. So started off in the cardiac high risk space, 
um, moved uh, after a number of years up to a company based in New York and ran their regulatory and quality departments. And then when that company was acquired in 2014, that's when I started consulting. So um, never really set out to be a consultant, but had the opportunity to work with so many great companies. And um, since then, our team has grown. Now we have eight people on our consulting side, which is fantastic. And we really help clients of all sizes, everything from startup solopreneurs who are just planning their initial regulatory strategies all the way to large companies who have overage um you know especially with the eu in the mdr transition we have a lot of those projects now as well um so there's always something exciting happening in medtech and it's an absolute privilege to get to support these companies with their regulatory registrations and pathways yeah and you mentioned uh being a uc grad it's it's really incredible to see what's been happening down in Cincinnati, and I say down because I'm in Columbus, but in Cincinnati, um, with the university, University of Cincinnati, the the yeah. innovation district, the 1819 innovation uh, hub, and then you see children or uh, children, Cincinnati Children's yeah. um, is one of I think one of the biggest yeah. um, children's hospital systems research uh, organizations for for that space in, in the country, and so. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I love connecting just that dot of you go up 71 from Cincinnati to Cleveland yeah. and in Columbus and there's so much to it all. Oh my gosh. It's truly awesome. And I think, you know, usually when people think of med tech, they think of, you know, Boston, Minneapolis, um, Silicon Valley, but it's really incredible here in Cincinnati. And then across Ohio, we're working with innovation centers in some of these fantastic leading medical hospitals and the technology coming out of them is you know, truly transformative. It's it's really exciting yeah. stuff. And that's been really exciting for us, you know, here in Cincinnati to um, discover all of this technology right in our backyard has been such a privilege. And there's so many great companies coming out of, you know, both the innovation centers, the academic institutions, um, and as well as just the support across the state for startups in general and tech startups. Obviously, that's what you do. And yeah. it's really exciting. It's really exciting to see um, some of the, the progress being made and some of the innovation that's happening here locally. Yeah. And going back a bit to your your story, um, did you ever have that like entrepreneurial bug when you were at bigger companies or bigger organizations? Or was it something just, you know, the timing was right and you saw an opportunity and you're just like, I can't pass it up? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I never really set out to, to be a consultant, um, but really the need arose. And it's just there have been so many exciting opportunities that we've just been trying to serve our clients um, in, in better ways and in more innovative ways. And it's been fantastic. We've gotten to form all of these really meaningful relationships and support these entrepreneurial ventures from, you know, startup where it's a very small group and see them grow to large med tech companies, you know, after acquisition, after all of those, those things, that's been a real privilege um, for us. And then similarly, as we are a startup, um, having our team grow. Um, and, and that's just been really exciting as well. So yeah, I think, um, I think definitely I, I love and appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit. And that's certainly something that's a part of me as well. Yeah. Walk us through a little bit, kind of the, the addition of your second company. Yeah. And again, again, I guess a bit like the last question, was there a moment where you saw, Hey, there's just this real opportunity that we're seeing in this one space. I want to tackle the second one. And just what was that like? If, if you could. Yeah, well, it's interesting. So, you know, being in regulatory and quality for med tech for, for a long time, obviously I've worked with a lot of 
different quality systems and under quality systems. And, you know, finally, we just decided we wanted to bring the system that we wanted to use to our clients. And it was around that time when, when we didn't feel like there were um, offerings that were really serving our particular clients, which is kind of small to mid-sized medtech companies, mm -hmm. that I met um, our CTO, Adam Bothwell, and it just worked out where we said, you know what, why don't we just develop the system that we want to use? And that really has resonated with our clients that, that are um, Clearmark clients now. And we really have this passion for not just kind of the quality system aspect, but the entire process of design development, design transfer through manufacture, and really kind of making that process as easy as possible and baking quality into each step. That's something that, that has really resonated with us. So we made the system that we ourselves have wanted to use and do use um, you know, with our clients and with our own companies day to day. Yeah. It, how do you, as a founder, CEO of two companies, how do you balance your time? And have you seen that shift or do you ex expect it to see it shift um, you know, with, with Clearmark, you know, being the new one, or is it kind of hand that over to others kind of on the team to, to run that aspect? Like, how do you balance that? And, and, and kind of the, the they're <laughs> yeah. similar of course, but, but, right. you know, two organizations at the end of the day. Yeah, it's a really good question because um, there's always a balance, right? In okay. terms of kind of how are you spending your time? But honestly, I've been drawn to technology from the start. And I think, you know, I get really excited about some of the things that we can do with software. And so for me, that draw into Clearmark just keeps going. And luckily, we have this fantastic team on the regulatory mark side um, that just does really wonderful work. And so that allows me to kind of be able to pursue and continually pursue this development within Clearmark, um, because the ways that we can innovate and really help companies um, automate some of the aspects of their quality system that are administrative in nature, that really gets me excited. Because what we want to do at the end of the day is everyone wants to create safe, effective uh, medical devices with strong quality. And that's really hard to do. It's really hard. As any entrepreneur knows, um, starting a company is really hard. Starting a company in a regulated space like MedTech is even more difficult. And so what we aim to do with Clearmark is really make that attainable and achievable and have a very high bar set for, for quality management systems, but in a way that's attainable for small to mid-sized companies. And so that's what kind of keeps me going. And so, you know, all of those kinds of late nights that you spend um, <laughs> and, and all of the hours that you put into it, it doesn't feel like too much when it's really exciting and fun things to do. Um, and so, so that really keeps us going and keeps us driven. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I got a couple more questions and then we'll pivot to our kind of quick questions, but doesn't have to be quick answers segment and portion. Um, you know, we've been talking about med tech and that's a space you're in. And we've mentioned things like the innovation districts and these hubs that are getting built up. And, but you've also mentioned, you know, mentioned like Boston and Silicon Valley and many, uh, Minneapolis as, you know, historical destinations for a lot of this work. Yeah. If, if you were, you know, med tech czar for the day, um, and you kind of had the opportunity to kind of keep building all of this up and kind of really establish cities like Cincinnati and our state as, as another one of those big hubs. What do you think those key ingredients, what are, what are those next steps that we have to take in order to realize that? Because there's a lot of investment from big organizations and government, um, but there is still work to go. And that's, you know, that's yeah. exciting and that's opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting, obviously, 
with the unprecedented year that was had in 2020, um, one of the things that we've seen, rather than kind of being all in the same physical location, you do have more distributed teams. So, you know, when you're looking at these um, uh, med tech centers of innovation and things like that, and, and when you're looking at small companies and startup companies and the entrepreneurial kind of environment, obviously the big focus is your team, right? Having the right talent in the right seat at the right time that's so key. And I think that, you know, it's been very interesting because in Cincinnati, we found we have tons of local talent, right? So there are so many large institutions and universities that are turning out fantastically talented individuals. Um, we do have all of those kinds of um, support systems in place for a lot of the startup um, ventures here in Cincinnati and then across the state. So, you know, it's just kind of making those connections and continuing to support, I think, those small businesses and startup ventures. Um, and, and, you know, we hope to all see that grow within the state and beyond. Um, because right now, I think, you know, especially there isn't such a thing as, you know, one company with one small team all going to the same office, right? We've definitely seen the disruption of that. And so utilizing software um, like our platform and, and others uh, to bring those teams together into digital spaces has been so important um, and so beneficial to companies because again, you can source that talent wherever it might be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then a final question before our second part of the show is what does the next, you know, year, five years, 10 years look like for you and your businesses? Where, where do you, what do you expect? What are you hoping to build towards? Well, growth is the name of the game, right? Because there's so many things that we're seeing in regulatory and quality just in terms of the growth of data, right? The management of data, the new regulations that are coming out, the amount of input that um, medical device manufacturers um, have to integrate into their quality system. Those are things that you need new tools for. And so we're continuing to kind of build and refine the tools to allow for that to happen. So I'm really excited about facilitating the use of data in the quality management systems, allowing companies to better access and utilize their own data for continuous improvement and providing those tools that make that more attainable and easier to easier to do. So that's what really gets me excited. Um, you know, and I think that, of course, the whole goal of that is, again, to lead to better quality, better medical products, um, more attainable treatments for patients. It's a really exciting space to be in. Yeah, it is. And, and thanks for, for sharing that and, and what you're working on. Um, we'll pivot, as I mentioned or, or alluded to, the, the second part where we ask all of our questions for kind of quick, fun questions. Um, answers don't have to be, you know, short. They don't have to be long. They can be whatever feels right. But the first one is, and we've talked, you know, and this has been answered maybe a few times, but um, what is a challenge you are working to solve? And so that could be from a, you know, what your, what your company is actually looking to solve or, uh, you know, day to day, we talked about juggling two different companies and leading both. Um, so what's a challenge that you are working to solve that's maybe been top of mind for you lately? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I keep coming back to the data piece. So it's uh, our full time job to keep up on regulations, guidance, new new guidance coming out and and really integrating that globally. Right. So so when you're a med tech company, um, you're coming to the you're coming to the marketplace, not just with a, an idea for the U.S., but really globally. Yeah. And it's how do we ease that transition to ensure that you can have a global strategy and that you can utilize the data that's coming back to you. Um, and so that's one thing I think, again, that just kind of keeps me going and keeps me excited. 
um, I think it's a real challenge in how do we manage data overload? And, and that's something that's not just in this sector, but I think everyone's dealing with that just in regular life, right? All of this information that we now have access to, how do we filter that? How do we make it usable? How do we know where to turn our attention? And so, you know, looking at that kind of from this specific level, level in med tech quality systems, um, that's something that I think is, is an exciting challenge for us to, to approach um, and that we're taking head on. Yeah, great answer. And I think, as you said, it's it's for everywhere, all of us. I'm wearing my whoop, you know, yeah. and I get all this data every single day. It's like, what am I doing with it? How do I, how do I integrate it? How do I, you know, filter out the noise? So second right. question that we're going to go to is, again, can be a fun, it can be a serious answer. Uh, what's a favorite read, listen, or watch? So this could be a yeah. book, a podcast, or a show. And this has been a fun one, especially in you know pandemic yeah. life, because there's been a lot of Tiger Kings and reality <laughs> TV out there. Yeah, we'll talk about data. There's not enough time in my life for all the podcasts that I want to yeah. listen to, honestly. Um, and I get really excited about technology. So of course, we have our technology platform of Clearmark. But we also get the the opportunity to work on technology platforms for our regulatory mark clients, right? So a lot of what we do is software as a medical device, devices with AI, and that's what makes me super excited. And so, you know, I love listening to podcasts like the Lex Friedman podcast, um, yeah. Naval Ravikant, um, any kind of technology podcast where we're learning new things. I mean, the amount of applications that you can now use are it's just incredible. Like it's yeah. really incredible. And when you're looking at starting a technology company, I mean, it's really never been easier to do it with a small team. Um, so, so that's really exciting to me. And I think that, that, you know, as much information as I can get on that, I, I like to have. Yeah. Another great answer. And so question three is taking what you do now and the work you're doing today off the table. If you were given a hundred million dollar check tomorrow, and someone said you have to start a brand new company doing yeah. something totally different. Uh, what would you do? What would you try to build? And what would you try to solve? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think Web 3.0, right? That is something that is so fascinating to me is this kind of next evolution of the Internet where you're looking at kind of um, distributed uh, networks and things like that. And, and really what's kind of interesting to me is the power to utilize that to create great work. And of course, I think about it in terms of med tech and quality management systems. Um, and so I think that that's gonna be something that over the next five, 10, 15 years is really, really exciting to see more distributed teams, more decentralization, and to see what can kind of come of that because, because, because that could kind of change the landscape, not just of like med tech development, but investment in med tech as well. And so that's something that I think, you know, I would definitely start researching some, some things along those lines. Um, and that'll be kind of in the future for us as well, because that's <laughs> an exciting prospect, right? And that's yeah. one thing too, where I do get excited about like this piece about work is, you know, being able to do the work that you want to do, that you really enjoy doing. Um, that's something that I think with some of these distributed networks is going to give people some of that freedom. And, um, and that's, that's going to be something to, to definitely keep an eye on, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so question four, which is our final one, uh, what is your favorite place in Ohio? And so, uh, you know, friends, family, get a weekend off and you're going to do something, yeah. you know, again, big or small, it can be anything. What, what is it for you? 
Yeah, well, Ohio's amazing because we have the four seasons, right? So we yeah. we have the the great, really defined four seasons right now. It's perfect. It's fall. Yeah, it's, be, it's, it's beautiful favorite. at the moment. It'll change yeah. very quickly. <laughs> well, it'll be snowing soon. I think it's supposed to snow this weekend, but yeah. we'll take it right now. Um, and you've got, you know, the leaves are, are changing colors and it's just beautiful. And I'm a mom. I have four kids. And so we spend a lot of time at parks hiking out in nature um, and you really can't beat it. I mean, it's so beautiful here. The parks in Cincinnati are just gorgeous. So every chance we get, we kind of try to try to get outside and enjoy this beautiful fall weather while we're having it. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful at the moment when when people are listening to this, it'll be, you know, it, it hopefully still is, but it can be very, very different. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the in Cleveland, you know, you're in Cincinnati, I'm in Columbus. Cleveland, it might already be snowing a bunch. So it might, know. it might. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that was great. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining a fantastic conversation. Any final parting comments, thoughts that you want to share or um, if not, which you can still add, but uh, on top of that, you know, how can people connect with you, learn more about you, your companies, connect with you, whatever that looks like. Absolutely. My contact information is on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, you can find us at our websites, regulatorymark.com and clearmarkqms.com. And you can always feel free to reach out. I mean, we love talking to people um, about their, their med tech companies, about what they're working on, all of those types of things. So I would encourage, you know, anyone who's interested, feel free to reach out. I'd love to talk to you. That's awesome. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining. Thanks to all of our listeners. Um, we'll put you know the the links to the website, the LinkedIn uh, profile link for Allison in the comments, so you can just scroll down and check out what they're up to. And again, Allison, thanks so much for joining us. Really great thanks conversation. Uh, it was great to learn more, and you're doing some cool work in an exciting space. So we appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure.